Hey, hey, welcome to Beautiful Depths, the podcast. I'm Josie, and I'll be your host alongside my pal, Samantha. hey And Kaylee. Hey, guys. We get real around here because life's too short for small talk, and we believe there's beauty in the depths of your soul. See what I did there? <laughs> and we'll accompany you into the struggles, through the depths, and to the heights to help you discover the truth that will bring you lasting joy to your life. So join in the fun and follow along by subscribing to our podcast and website at beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Alrighty, let's get this conversation started. How's it going, Samantha? Hello, Josie. I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. I'm really happy your new headphones are uh, working here. Yes, a relief. <laughs> now I don't have to hold my phone. like wow it's a good time (laughs) it's a good time we're missing our third uh I don't know what you was gonna call her the third wheel but that just (laughs) makes sense (laughs) Kaylee you're not a third wheel that just I'm sorry I insulted you and you're not even here (laughs) our third musketeer there you go I was going for something more complimentary I was talking to a friend today and saying how I naturally insult my friends like on a like on a daily basis like I think I show love by like making fun of people so if I've insulted you you, it's probably because I consider you a friend so there you go Kaylee the sixth love language (laughs) acts of insult (laughs) oh man but yes we're missing Kaylee today she just had her baby yay 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 exciting stuff yes but Josie do you want to tell us about this week's topic yes um I think it's something that you and I have talked about and are Mm -hmm. passionate about because (laughs) we struggle with this um and we're talking about productivity today guys because um yeah, it's just it's just really hard sometimes. I think so I guess backstory, I the I wrote a post that went along this, which is linked in the show notes, but um about a month ago I kinda hit this breaking point. You know, I was way overcommitted, kinda, you know, I was working full time, I was going to grad school online, um, I was involved in multiple ministries, um, and running beautiful depths, um, and I just like didn't have any time for free time or leisure. Um And, you know, I'd make time for, like, friends, but I would find myself kind of, like, when I'm spending time with them, like, checking the time or, um, like, making sure that, like, oh, I, you know, get back by a certain time so I can Mm -hmm. get my stuff done that I need to get done, right? Um, And, yeah, I don't know. It's just, like, productivity kind of, like, ruled my life. Um, And, like, up to that point, I don't know. I've always kind of viewed productivity as a good thing. Like, I feel like our culture really values productivity, Um, you know, I like to set goals. I like to take steps to accomplish those goals. Um, I don't sit around on my butt and wait things for things to happen. Like I make them happen. Mm -hmm. Um, but with that, like I've, I've called myself the yes girl because like I'm that girl (laughs) that says yes to like way too many things because all of them seem like good options and I want to do all of them because they Mm -hmm. all sound great. Um, But I think I realized when I kind of hit my breaking point a month ago, like I realized I was doing just doing way too much and that I felt like I was failing at all of my responsibilities because I couldn't give my whole self to like any one thing, Um, you know, and that got me thinking, you know, like, what's the purpose of productivity, right? Um, Like, what's the point if 
we are constantly going nonstop, but we have no time to just like be sometimes, Mm. you know, um, like productivity needs to be rooted in our mission, but our mission is not productivity. And Mm. I think that's something that, um, God kind of really revealed to me, um, in the last couple of months, because I don't know, something that I was meditating on with just Christ in general is that like, if he was approached by someone wanting to talk or spend time with him, like, would he have said like, sorry, I've got too much work to do or, Oh, I need to leave by this time because Mm. like, I need to get this done. (laughs) Like, no, like we laugh about that because like Christ is the King of quality time. Um, Mm. and that's how he built his kingdom. And like, we're called to do the same, you know, we're called to, um, create space in our lives for holy leisure and we're called to love deeply, um, and serve deeply but not necessarily vast, necessarily vastly. Right. Um, and so that's kind of what we want to talk about today is like how our lives need balance. And while, um, you know, I think certain personality types are more prone to this kind of focus on productivity, but like if you're someone out there like me or Samantha <laughs> who loves to be productive and get stuff done, like this will be, this will be a great little chat for you. <laughs> yes. Yes. I, 100% feel you because I definitely also feel like I have overvalued productivity in my life. Mm. I think it's definitely something that is good and needed because we have, you know, responsibilities that need to be attended to. Yeah. Um, but lately, um, especially I feel like once I finished grad school and suddenly had like all this extra time on my hands and that feeling of like, what am I doing? Like, why don't I have things to Mm. do? Um, I just really feel like Jesus has questioned me and he's like asking me, like, do I want my life to be marked by prayer or by productivity? Mm, Like at the end of my life, when I meet Jesus, do I want him to be like, wow, you are so productive. (laughs) (laughs) Or do I want him to say, like, thank you for leaning on me in prayer throughout your life. Mm. And I, I think I struggle sometimes because I think part of productivity is wanting to be able to see the product. It's like getting from A to B and being, being able to see like what your work resulted in. Um, whether that's a tangible thing or you just like are able to measure it somehow, Mm-hmm. Um, but so then I struggle because I'm like, well, prayer sometimes, honestly, it seems like a waste of time, Yeah, you know, like you're, you're spending this time in prayer, but you don't have like tangible results. Yeah. Um, and so I struggle with that. I feel like they're battling each other when really my productivity should like come from my prayer wow. so that my work yeah. is for the glory of God and not just me like running around on a hamster wheel. Gosh. Yeah, what you just said about, like, prayer doesn't seem productive, like, we don't see, like, the fruits of it or whatever, that, that just, that just hit me, um, because, yeah, I, I think that something that I struggle with in the productivity thing is, like, you know, constantly wanting to get stuff done, and then, but, like, brushing people off, or, like, mm. being uncharitable to people, like, I might snap at people because I'm, like, like, such in a tizzy about like, oh, I need to get this, this, and this done today. Like I need to Mm -hmm. stick to my agenda. Um, But what if Christ is calling me to like have a conversation with that person or like my, my family member that needs me to help them with something. And I'm just like, oh, sorry, I'm too busy. You know, like Mm -hmm. if we're living a life of prayer, like you, 
you talked about, like, will be interruptible and will be open to, like, mm. where the Holy Spirit leads us in that way. And it's a balance, obviously, because, like, yes, if God's calling us on a certain mission, like, we need to get some things done. So it's not just saying, like, anytime anything comes up or anytime anybody texts us to hang out, like, <laughs> sure, yeah. Like, no, be, like, prudent about these things. But I think what you said about being rooted in prayer before being rooted in productivity is huge. Mm, yeah. And I feel like in the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about how you get to know the voice of the Lord by spending time with him. Yes. And you become more familiar with his promptings. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes into being prudent is that mm-hmm. when these things come up, when someone says, Hey, um, I really need to talk to you um, in, the, in the middle of your busy week, you're going to know Jesus sent me this person. Like he yeah. knows that I'm the one who's going to be able to be there for this person and help them in a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, yeah, the more that we know the Lord, the more we're able to say, okay, this is what the Lord is calling me to, not just this to-do list. Yeah, no, absolutely. And yeah, being open to that and being, um, yeah, by being rooted in prayer, I think that's that's so important. Um, Yeah, I also, I don't know, because something that I touched on that is, is this idea of like over committing ourselves to, mm. um, because I don't know, I struggle with that a lot. Do you, do you find the same or do you a little better about saying no to things? Um, I feel like I might be able to say no to things, but I let the things that I say yes to sometimes become too big mm-hmm. where I feel like I have to own, like, I, it's the only thing I can think about. So even if it's just one thing, I let it become the only thing and suddenly I'm not able to be attentive to Luke or if my mom is like hey um the family's getting together this weekend to do this thing can you guys come and I'm Mm. like oh but I have xyz whatever it is so even though I'm not I'm I feel like I'm a little bit better about like saying no to things but I'm really bad at letting the the whatever it is that I've said yes to become overpowering in yeah. a way that I know they're not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think maybe that's the difference between an extrovert and more of an introvert <laughs> in the sense that, like, I say yes to too many things and spread myself too thin. You mm-hmm. say you might be able to say no, but then you let that thing or those couple yes. things take over your life instead of, you know, prioritizing that that yeah place of prayer and peace. Um, no, that's, yeah, that's a good comparison. Cause I think, you know, we both struggle with the productivity front, but in different yes. ways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, cause I, I didn't want to touch on the like overcommitment aspect mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I think, um, that is a, a big thing that like our generation struggles with is like learning to yeah. say no. I've said that <laughs> the biggest part of like adulting for me, like one of the hardest things has been learning to say no to things or mm. like people or like you you can't do everything yeah. right like it's like if you want to like have prayer time if you want to work out every day but if you want to get your work done if you want to go to bed at a certain hour but then you also want to see friends like mm-hmm. how do you possibly do all that you can't like yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know and it's like prioritizing what's most important in your week um in your day and that kind of stuff um yeah, I don't know. And just like learning to say no is such a such a hard thing, I think, to like learn, yes. at least for me. <laughs> yes. And I think a big part of that, what you were talking about with priorities, is like knowing and recognizing that productivity 
is the means to an end. It is yeah. not the end itself. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I feel like a lot of times, you know, we, we hear like in the world, like, Oh, be productive. You should always continue to grow like yeah. all of these things. Right. But if we don't have like tangible goals, like I am being productive so that I can reach this goal or mm-hmm. I am trying to grow in this particular way so I can reach this goal yeah. because otherwise we're just going to keep chasing after like nothing. Like what are no, you, yeah. what are you trying to get? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get really restless, I think, and really burnt out because we're like striving for something for nothing. Yeah. Cause there's no end goal. You're just um, trying to do. You're just yeah, trying to you're do just all the time. Doing and doing. And like not to say that when you get to your goal, you might not make a new one. Mm-hmm. But you have to kind of have some kind of goal so that you can get there. You can say, Wow, I did it and rest and rejoice in the fact that you like reached that yeah. goal. Mm-hmm. I don't and know if that makes sense. No, it it definitely does. And I think to bring it like tangibly um into like practice, this doesn't have to be like huge lofty goals, but maybe like mm-hmm. setting a goal for your week of what you like want to get done with whether it's work or whether it's I don't know whatever it is um like setting that goal and like working towards it but then you know don't so that way you know what you're working towards but then after that point you're like okay I've done what I have to do this week I mean I can keep going but then it's like okay you know mm-hmm. um, and I think that's one of the big things is like a lot of times I'll be like okay well I cross everything off of my to-do list for the day. And I'm like, all right, well, let me just, like, jumpstart and get yes. into tomorrow's to-do list. Yes. And I've had to really, like, tell myself, no, rest. <laughs> it's okay to rest. <laughs> I am so dang bad at that. Like, I will, I will finish, and then I'll be like, ooh, I have half a day. Like, it'll be a Saturday, and I won't mm-hmm. have anything to do. Like, I don't have any plans with friends or, like, family. Like, but I've done – my work or whatever I set out to do and it's like okay it's the weekend you're supposed to be resting but I don't have anything like fun things planned so I'm like oh I'll just get ahead like I'll just do Mm -hmm. this and that's like such a mentality of like I think the culture perpetuates in us it's not bad like it means that we're hardworking and we want to do that but I think we have to remember that like we also need to learn how to be and just like have fun and enjoy ourselves like this sounds really weird but like when people ask me like what I do for fun sometimes I'm like what do I do for fun (laughs) same all the time I'm like I mean I know I'm a really fun person like I have a lot of fun with myself like I I, (laughs) like I do like whenever I hang out with people I have fun but like I'm it's like I'll be happy to do whatever and have fun Mm -hmm. but like I think that you learn what you enjoy doing if you give yourself like carefree leisure, like carefree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Matthew Kelly calls it like carefree timelessness. Um, mm-hmm. When you're just like, you're not worrying about the time passing, like you're just enjoying whatever it is you're doing. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I think as adults, like we don't let ourselves have that enough. Yeah. And I think it's so important because I have recently learned how very real burnout is mm-hmm. um like I turned in my last exam of grad school closed my computer and literally just like sat there and thought to myself I am so tired <laughs> yeah. and like not just like physically like I wanted to take a nap but just like emotionally mm-hmm. like spiritually just very drained mm-hmm. and I was like looking back at my semester and I was like okay what 
what could I have done to avoid that, like not be so burnt out? Mm -hmm. And I like compared this semester to last semester, the fall semester, because I felt a lot more like lighthearted last semester. Yeah, yeah. And I realized like I was very adamant about like taking an hour lunch break, like Mm. eating lunch and then just like sitting and drinking a cup of coffee and reading and like taking the weekends off. Yeah. Um, And then this semester, it was like, I would scarf my food down and like get right back to work. Mm. And I took a lot of Saturdays to do work. And I'm not saying that that was necessarily bad. Sometimes you have to do, you know, the extra day of work. Yeah. But I was just kind of like starting to lean on that and really like fighting the idea that I could take a break Mm -hmm. and rest. Yeah, no, that's huge. And I think like, um, especially in the time we're living in now when everybody, you know, for in quarantine for so long has been working Mm. from home and that kind of thing. I think it's probably even harder to distinguish work from like leisure because you can do whatever, right. If you're at home, um, and I know for me, like I'm moving into to a position where I'm going to be working remotely, like from here on out. So it's like, I'm going to have control of my time and mm-hmm. how I spend that. And I have to be careful, like what you just said, like making intentional time. to like eat lunch, take a break and yeah. like take, I don't know, for me, it's like Sundays, like I need to be able to take Sundays off um, mm-hmm. and like if I can't do that, like, if I can't give myself a day of rest, like, something's up, you know? Like, I, mm-hmm. I need to reprioritize and, I don't know, bring bring back that leisure into my life. Yeah. I think that's been um, something that I have learned from Luke a lot. He's, like, very good about setting aside work when it's time to be at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Also, just the, I feel like I've learned a lot from Luke about prioritizing prayer and putting prayer first and carving out that time. Um, Recently, he started like a Bible reading plan and he's Mm -hmm. working from home right now. So he has an hour extra time at home because he's not commuting. Yeah. And we, we were talking about this because he also, we both also struggle with productivity and this like productivity mindset. And so we were talking about it. And um, so he started this Bible reading plan and he likes to read it in the morning before clocking in at work. Um, and he was like, the first day I felt really rushed because I was like, I have to clock in. Like, I, and he d- didn't have to clock in at like any specific time. Yeah. It was just like his mind was telling him that like, I have to get to work. I have to do X, Y, Z. Um, so I, if I check in earlier, I can be done earlier. So I'm just yeah. going to like rush it. And then he was like, the next day I realized I just need to make this time to be with mm. the Lord. Um, like, I don't need to rush. Work will still be there, and I can get to it when I get to it. But, mm. like, this time with Jesus is so much more important. Um, and, yeah, I just feel like that was really eye-opening to me because I tend to – I I know that I am most productive and most attentive in first thing in the morning. Yeah. So I want to, like – jump straight into work but I realized like if that's my best time I should give it to Jesus Mm. um wow yeah and and he will therefore like give me the grace to do everything else Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's just something that I've been thinking about in this like time of quarantine as I'm transitioning from out of like out of school and I really don't have like 
long to-do lists um waking up and like giving my best like when I'm at my best giving that time to Jesus wow yeah I've never thought about it like that because yeah you're right you think about your most productive time of the day like you want to get right to work and like get going with that but like yeah we should be giving our best to the Lord and like giving Mm -hmm. that time to him um yeah Yeah. I know that's not always like feasible sometimes you know whatever your schedule looks like but especially now I recognize like in quarantine I'm not in school I don't have work um I am able to carve out that time for him so I Mm -hmm. should Mm -hmm. yeah and something you said was like um when talking about Luke is that feeling of like being rushed you know Mm -hmm. if we're I, I think that's also a thing that like when we're always focused on productivity like even the time we create for leisure becomes like you can feel like anxious during that time Mm -hmm. because you only have a set time for that and you're like okay this is my two hour window to see a friend or this or that and kind of what I talked about earlier like you're always checking your watch Mm -hmm. or like when's that gonna come and you don't actually take time to relax and be because you're like I don't know thinking about what you got to get done yeah Um, so I don't know what's what's helpful for you in that because I I definitely struggle in that like even when I make time for leisure and rest um like just relaxing and actually like taking my brain off of things yeah um I have been trying to like set aside time in my day for leisure activities Mm -hmm. so for me that usually means like reading a book Mm -hmm. um but I also know that like if I give myself a certain amount of time to do something I do feel rushed I'm like okay I'm just like already thinking about the next thing so I just like jump into that next thing yeah um yeah and so for me something that I've been challenging myself to do is like giving myself a lot more time than I think I'm going to need Mm -hmm. or want and just kind of, like, challenging myself to just, like, sit in it. Yeah. And, like, when I start to feel uncomfortable, be like, okay, I'm kind of uncomfortable not doing anything, <laughs> but I'm just going to persevere and keep not doing the thing. Not um, doing. And, like, so well, that's my tip. Just don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, like- but I guess, like, for me, I I have this extra time. So I've been trying to, like, not look at my phone, not check my emails, not like respond to text messages and things like that until after like 9.30. And I usually get up at like 6.30. So Mm -hmm. it's like three hours to like eat breakfast and drink my coffee and pray and like sit and read. Um, So there's that. And then also if I like make a time to like call a friend or hang out like FaceTime a friend Mm -hmm. I usually will like schedule it and then not really schedule anything after it yeah intentionally try not to put anything after it so I'm not like talking to them on the phone and being like um yeah I only have an hour to talk so that story of my life I'm sorry (laughs) for all my friends (laughs) I've been trying not to do that and kind of just like allowing space for that conversation to be Mm -hmm. um so that I'm not like rushing through it or I'm not attentive to them because I know that I tend to not be attentive also putting my phone in the kitchen 
when Luke yes. and I eat dinner. <laughs> Love that. No, those are, some, those are some good points. And I need to like remember that, especially the not scheduling stuff, like especially in the evening, mm. like if you're have a phone call, like don't schedule something after that or hanging out um, if you can, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I think the keeping your phone away or like on do not disturb or something mm-hmm. like that would be super helpful. Um, yeah. Now those are all like really good tips that like <laughs> I, I need to remember more. Um Hey, hey, we hope you're enjoying this episode. We just wanted to throw a quick plug in for our Beautiful Depths email list. Subscribers get a lot of free perks that others don't. Samantha, do you want to tell them what those are? Yep. Each month, you'll get a specially designed calendar, prayer resources, wallpaper sneak peeks, and an entrance into an exclusive giveaway. Josie, do you want to tell them how they can sign up? Sure thing. Just go to our show notes and click the link or go to beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Now let's get back to the show. But yeah, I don't know. I guess, are there any like helpful um, resources you think we can chat about or um, I guess other helpful tips that can help people that, um, I don't know, maybe they feel overcommitted or kind of struggle with the productivity thing too. Yeah. Um, this is not a resource, but something that I would encourage people to pray with and reflect on and something that I have been reflecting on too is like to sit down and really ask yourself, like, what do I think is happiness? What Mm -hmm. is success? Um, ideally, like think of it like ideally, what do I think happiness actually is or success actually is? And then to look at your life and be like, okay, well, what is my functioning definition of happiness? Mm -hmm. Like, what is my functioning definition of success? Meaning, like, look at your life and see where you're spending your time um, and look at the things that you're dedicating yourself to because those are kind of like what you're functioning as if those things are happiness and success. Can can you give us an example from your own life? Yes. So I might think in my head okay well real happiness is being in communion with Jesus Mm -hmm. like living in true living relationship with Jesus yeah um but if I look at my planner and like my schedule (laughs) from when I was in school I would it was like minute to minute work on this like homework assignment do this task do this design Mm -hmm. for beautiful depths um do Mm -hmm. xyz and like Mind you, these are all things that are directly related to my faith. I was studying yeah. theology, and Beautiful Depths <laughs> is a Catholic ministry. Um, but it was like, I was like making time for all of those things and then just like squeezing in prayer into mm, the empty slots mm-hmm. instead of like saying, okay, I'm going to start my day by going to Mass and carve out like an extra amount of time to like stay in the church and be with Him. Yeah. Um, and like filling in prayer first. And then attending to my tasks, yeah. I was like letting my work squeeze Jesus out instead of allowing him to be in it. Mm. And so like my functioning definition of happiness and success was just getting stuff done, <laughs> um, was being yeah. a good student and having good grades um, and not getting behind in class. Like that mm-hmm. was my functioning definition of happiness. That was yeah. like the way that I was living. And so being aware of that 
and being like, well, that's not, that's not what I want my functioning definition mm-hmm. of happiness to be. Yeah. Um, but we can't call that out and make a change unless we recognize what it is that we're putting like our happiness and our success into. For sure. And so I think it's just important to take time to step back and like really ask yourself these questions um, so that we are more aware and we can make changes like we can make more virtuous choices we can like actively choose to put Jesus first because we were recognizing that we're not doing it yeah no that's such a good point and I think you know because I think we can all maybe identify what our idea of happiness is like I mean Mm -hmm. hopefully all of us says like communion with our Lord or something to that extent in our own words but then like you said if we look at our day and how we're our functioning definition of happiness and where we give our time, like we're able to see, are we living into that like goal in our own lives or not? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those are great yeah. points. And like, I just think like, it's not to say like, okay, drop everything you're doing and become no. like a monk or something no, like that. No, But yeah. finding ways to allow Jesus into everything that you're doing. Cause what mm-hmm. I noticed was that I was like really squeezing him out of the day and kind of just like, plugging him in where I could instead of like inviting him into these things that I was doing. And I think that when you prioritize prayer first, you're much more able to invite Jesus into all those tasks. Mm -hmm. Like, cause you hear about that, like your work is a form of prayer. Like, yes, Mm -hmm. your work is a form of prayer, but that's not to say that you don't have to make intentional time for prayer as well. Mm -hmm. Like don't just use that phrase as, as an excuse to be like, oh, well, I have stuff to do. So I, Jesus, like, come be with me in this, but like, I'm not going to make time for you elsewhere. Like, mm-hmm. no, he still wants time with you. And I think prioritizing that first will allow you to invite him into those daily actions better, um, which is what you're saying, Samantha, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's like what your brother said. You can't pray always if you don't first pray sometimes. It's like, I'm quote. always going to remember <laughs> that one. That was so good. It's so true. It's so true. <laughs> oh. But yes, did you have any other resources or other tips? Um, no, I think there's two blog posts that are both from um, that I wrote that I will link in the show notes. Mm-hmm. One's an older one, and then one's related to this um, this topic. Um, but then another thing that just like I try to do is like I said earlier, like taking like one day a week off or if you can take the weekend off, great. Um, But like Sundays for me, like the day of rest, Mm -hmm. like truly allowing myself to um, just be and like have holy leisure, that carefree timelessness. And like, just, you know, if it's with family, like just hang out, just Mm -hmm. get good at hanging out and like, yes, learn if you're just by yourself, like find a hobby, see what you enjoy doing. Like don't, use that day to get ahead on things. If you have time on your hands, like use that time to just have fun, be a kid. Like, yeah. I don't, you know, yeah. I, I, I talked about in my blog post, I just laughed, but like literally like go outside, like lay on the grass and just like look up at the sky. Like, yes. I don't know. Like, seriously, when's the last time that we've done that? I mean, you know, as mm-hmm. kids, you, you used to look up at the sky and like, what, what shape do you see? Like, I've never, I haven't done that in so long. <laughs> yeah. Um, or like stargazing, like what the heck? Um, yes. But I love those things. So yeah, it's okay to just be f- carefree. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's so important. And I, I don't mean to say like pile a bunch. Of, this is not what I'm saying to pile a bunch of stuff on your other days of the week. So you can take <laughs> it off. But as much as you can, like being intentional about 
having yeah. this day of rest. Like mm-hmm. I had a professor who said that he and his family would make a point to like do a little bit of extra cleaning on Saturday so that they didn't have to do it on Sunday and they could just yeah. be together on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was a really beautiful witness to this day of rest that God yeah. commanded us to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Oh, sweet. Well, Samantha, as we wrap up yes. here, um, what's a grace you have received the last week? Yes. So last Tuesday was my mom's birthday and Josie's mom's birthday, I which know, was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, it was my mom's birthday. So Luke and I were able to go see my parents, Ooh. whom I haven't seen since before quarantine in like March early March I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. which is a really long time for me um, because I've always lived pretty close to my parents so I've always been able to see them on a pretty regular basis and this was just an extended period of time for me so Mm -hmm. it was really really nice to get to go see them and hang out with them and celebrate my mom's birthday so that's so good good family time yes what about you Josie um, yeah, a couple exciting things. So I, um, I kind of solidified summer plans because I'm finishing uh, my job at Notre Dame at, um, or by the time this airs, finished it at the end of May. Um, and, uh, we'll be moving back to Florida as I think I already Yay. announced on here. Um, but I accepted this like fellowship in communications and marketing with this Catholic startup for the summer. Um, and I'm just really excited because it's like I'll have a lot of responsibility. I'll get to create a lot. It's for a great company. And yeah, yeah. It's just, it'll just be fun. Kind of the Holy Spirit opened that door. So very grateful yes. for that. Um, and then, yeah, I also started my summer class for the Augustine Institute. Um, working, working to get my Samantha degree. <laughs> <laughs> Want to be as cool as Samantha. Oh, but, my. Uh, yeah, no. Um, so that's been fun. But. Yeah, so many graces. And, of course, yes. Kaylee, like, for both of us, Kaylee had her little baby. Yes. So that's, that's a ah. big grace. And um, I know she's not here, but I'm sure that would be her grace, guys. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not 100% sure, but I'm pretty confident. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for her to post-maternity leave to come back on and tell us all yes. about, about it. Um, all about the babe. Mm-hmm. It'll be good. It'll be good. Yay. Yeah, yeah. Well, Josie, would you mind closing us in prayer? Yes, I would love to. All right. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, teach us to pray. Lord, just thank you so much for this time, um, this platform, all the listeners, and just everybody here listening in this space. Um, we just ask that you um, open our eyes to to the ways in which we're living for you and the, also the ways we are not, um, you know, it's very tempting to value productivity in what we accomplish um, over just time with you and quality time um, with others. Um, but we ask that you may give us the courage and the grace to always prioritize prayer and time with you first um, so that you can create space in our lives for um, holy leisure and rest and just um, time to be in your goodness in the presence of others. 
yeah, just really help us with this. And Mama Mary and St. Joseph, the patron saint of workers, please pray for us. Amen. Amen. The Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for chatting. This was fun. Yes, always fun. Mm, yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Beautiful Depths, the podcast. If you love what you hear, please leave us a review and a rating. Preferably a five star. (laughs) On iTunes or wherever you like to listen. Your reviews help more people hear about the podcast and come to discover the truth and joy of Christ, which is what we're all about. And also feel free to follow us on all social media at Beautiful Depths and subscribe at beautifuldepths.com slash subscribe. Until next week, stay holy, friend.